from Euclid, Ohio, and you are listening to Barbecue Central. Happy to have you aboard here for the really big barbecue show. Boing. We cook because we have to, and we grill because we want to. Hit me. Fine. How is long? You have a great show. I'm a big fan. Boing. So what? What? What seems to be the problem here? This man looks like he's dead, and he's in the in the crackle. Charbono. It's all about the Charbono, dude. Succulent fish. What? He ate two feet before we nursed. So listen, Lavernius, shut your face. I'm shaking like a dog shit peach seed. <laughs> we have top men working on it right now. Top men. And just like that, we are into the second hour. Welcome aboard. It's the Barbecue Central Show. It is the program that covers the most important things of the barbecue realm, the grilling realm. We call it the live fire realm, for that matter. The show is live every Tuesday from 9 to 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I think it's just Eastern Time now. I don't think we say standard. So, every Tuesday at 9 to 11 p.m. Eastern Time. It's also being recorded, so you can check it out on the podcast platforms at your leisure. The show coming to you via Bomb City, USA. Bomb City, USA. Cleveland. Still to come on this show tonight, the Embedded Correspondent. We will do one segment of not your typical Embedded Correspondent talk, where we do the 100% Assurity Picks. So if you're waiting in the clubhouse in order to get on to do that, we're not going to be doing it. We'll be muddling through our four picks for the Barbecue Hall of Fame, which will be announced tomorrow. We'll get to that here in just a second, if you didn't hear it enough as we were interviewing Derek. And then 35 past the hour, we will be doing month two of American Idol Barbecue Central Show edition, where John, Rusty, and myself are ready to sing for you in what is now the semifinal round. If you can believe it, you're going to want to stay tuned for that. Don't forget, you can follow me socially at BBQ Central Show on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and Snapchat slash BBQ Central Show on Facebook and Twitch slash RD Rempy on YouTube for video feeds as well. Also audibly on Clubhouse. So get at me there if that's the only way you can listen to the show live and you prefer not to watch anybody, which I certainly understand. Also, from what I am to understand, there is no live Facebook feed. I don't know what's going on with that. I hit the little stream button. All the lights lit up. Everything appears to be running as it should, but for whatever reason, uh, Facebook doesn't seem to be cooperating. So if you're somehow getting this or you're listening on YouTube and you know one of your pals listens on or watches on Facebook, send them a note and a link over to the YouTube page or the Twitch page, which always seems to work without issue. You can find me over there if you want to watch the show live or in lieu of Clubhouse. Lastly, you can get an ad-free podcast feed experience through the Apple Podcast app. So find the show there on your iOS device, and you have the opportunity of subscribing to a podcast ad-free experience. Coming up on the best moments of the Barbecue Central Show in 10 minutes or less, this Friday, episode 230, bringing you back to May 17th, 2011. This week, we feature show favorite Ray Lampy, Dr. Barbecue, who we'll see next week. 
as luck would have it. And in this particular time frame, we are talking to Ray about what was then his new book, Slow Fire, A Beginner's Guide to Barbecue. And we touched on who wrote the foreword of that book. You might know him here on this show as semi-famous Dave Anderson. (laughs) And how that whole relationship and asked came to be for writing that foreword. I might have mentioned to Ray, I missed the invite to write that foreword. I would have wrote a spectacular foreword to Ray's book, but he thought that famous Dave, I'm sorry, semi-famous Dave Anderson was a better idea to write the foreword of his book. Debatable, but that's it. We spend the rest of the time in this segment talking about the book's vision and his book writing life as well, because at the time, I think Ray was on his third or fourth book. And we talk about his evolution as a author and a book writer and what's hard and what's not. A great best moment, once again, put together by the executive producer of that show, John Solberg, who happens to be the embedded correspondent from Michigan. So we thank John. Don't forget, if you want to hear a guest or segment on the show that has been lost in the archives or not lost, you would just love to hear it again. You can email John and let him know what you would like to hear, J-O-N at the BBQ Central Show.com. That's the email address to get to John. Let him know what you would like, and he will do his best to meet your expectation. Upcoming shows for the Barbecue Central Show for the rest of this month include a first-time visit from some folks at Next Grill. Still got to get that ironed out here over the next seven, eight days or so, so I know how to properly promote that. But somebody from Next Grill will be on for the very first time as we continue to bring new guests on the show at a rapid rate as 2022 is rapidly coming to a close. Also, Barbecue Hall of Famer Oklahoma Joe Davidson will appear on the show next week. Barbecue Hall of Famer and Barbecue Central Show guest Hall of Famer Dr. Barbecue Ray Lampy will also appear next week, as I just mentioned a couple minutes ago in the promo for the best of. And future interviews on the show that don't have a technical time frame at this point include Eric who owns Pimp My Grill which is especially attractive or potentially especially attractive for you folks that own Green Mountain Grills of some form or fashion pimpmygrill.com and then of course hoping to put together a whole first hour interview with Nick Cutro who is a cigar expert made a fortune in the cigar made his fortunes whatever those are in the cigar industry by eliminating basically the wood mold and introducing plastic molds into the cigar industry. But he wrote a book called Cigar Bliss. As I was reading that, it was a lot about taste. He's got a product that helps you hone your smell and your taste palate. Is taste palate redundant? Probably. And I reached out to him and said, hey, like you should be coming on the show. We should be talking about pallets and how to expand them and all this other fun stuff. So let's go ahead and get on that. So we're slowly but surely getting that stuff put together. So Nick Cutro, author of Cigar Bliss and a expert in the cigar industry, will be talking to us about how we can curate our pallet and sharpen it just a little bit better. Uh, make note, in case you didn't know... A Barbecue Central Show exclusive news update. Tomorrow, May 25th at 3 p.m. Eastern, there will be another exclusive show on this 
that Wednesday, tomorrow, where Emily Park of the American Royal and I will announce the Barbecue Hall of Fame class of 2022. If you watched the show a couple weeks ago, you would know that the nine finalists were announced exclusively here on the show. And now four people of those nine will make it into the living portion of the Barbecue Hall of Fame. That is one more than the three that has been going in the last handful of years. There will also be three people, an additional person of the former two, going into the legacy side of things. There's also an impact award that is going to be announced here on the show that will be given to a group or group of people that are not necessarily going into the Barbecue Hall of Fame, but they are going to be recognized for the impact that they have made in the live fire community through their time. And again, a recognition award nonetheless, but not going into the Hall of Fame. So please join me tomorrow at 3 p.m. Eastern. Wednesday, it will be a live show. We'll do it, it will live. not be pre-recorded. So follow me on social or stay tuned to this show for further updates as we get closer. Would love to have your picks on who you think is going to be going in. In the first hour in the first interview segment, Susie Bullock and Todd Bullock from Hey Grill Hay said Leanne Whippin, Joe Traeger, Flora Payne, and Steve Grady were their picks, people they would put in if they had votes. And just last segment with Derek Riches also agreed with Leanne Whippin and Joe Traeger, but he added Ed Mitchell and uh, Bad Byron, Byron Chisholm of Bad Byron's Butt Rub, a well-known competitor back in the day who I believe still dips his toe in the pool every now and again to do competitions. So little agreeance from the first two guests and then a little detraction from the first two guests as well. We're going to be either agreeing or detracting fully or partially next segment with the embedded correspondence. So again, 3 p.m. Eastern tomorrow, and we'll see who gets in on the living side and who makes it in on the legacy side. Also, because a lot of you have asked me for a, another update of the Oklahoma Joe Smokers, uh, we're still working through some technical issues. There's a new smoker that's being sent out just in replacement. Pardon me here for just one second. Uh, I Oh, let me go to the embedded correspondence here. Uh, I think Doug is using the wrong link. Uh, Doug, go on to the embedded correspondence sheet and use the first link that you see there. You and John, I think, are bumping each other out on accident as I see you guys switching on and off, but use that first link that has your name by it. So, uh, should be getting a new Oklahoma Joe Rider DLX. We'll put it together, and we'll try and fire that one up, make sure it works. But again, this has technology on it. Who knows what's happening in the shipping process, so a little patience. Got plenty of grills otherwise to satisfy my cooking needs as we work through this little issue. And as soon as I get it fired up, I'll give you some initial reviews. We'll do a walk-around video, all that fun stuff, so stay tuned for that. The embedded correspondence are, Doug, you're using the wrong link. Go on to the embedded correspondence page and use the correct link. I can see you in the switcher. Before we get to the embedded correspondence, let me talk to you quickly about Big Papa Smokers, the one-stop online shop for all things barbecue. Their curated selection of only the best outdoor cooking and grilling supplies will get you on the path to better barbecue results in no time. Everything at Big Papa Smokers has been Pitmaster approved by Sterling Big Papa Ball himself from the award-winning rubs and sauces to the American-made grills and smokers. Big Papa Smokers has everything you need to be a better outdoor cook. 
Known for the championship rubs and seasonings, popular flavors like Sweet Money, Cattle Prod, Cash Cow, Double Secret Steak Rub, now a triple secret if I understand correctly. All proven winners on the competition scene and in the backyard. Big Papa Smokers offers 13 perfectly balanced flavors to transform ordinary meals into extraordinary, whether you're cooking to impress judges or grilling for your family. Big Papa Smokers award-winning rubs and seasoning just don't disappoint. Also, they own Granny's Barbecue Sauce, so if you're looking for a new go-to sauce or you're just tired of what's existing out there at the stores or online, give Granny's a try. You're going to love it. And aside from the premium selection of rubs and sauces, Big Papa Smokers also offers the very best pellet, charcoal, and wood cookers available today. If you're looking for a versatile smoker that's easy to use, check out that Mac 2-Star General Pellet Cooker. Big Papa Smokers, the exclusive Mac dealer, even offering special packages. Not a fan of pellet smokers? Try the Old Hickory Ace BP. It's the only charcoal smoker that Big Papa trusts on his competition trailer. If you're not sure of what grill you need, call them. Ask questions. That's what you do. 877-828-0727. That's 877-828-0727. Or shop their website, BigPapaSmokers.com. That's B-I-G-P-O-P-P-A Smokers.com. We're back with the embedded correspondence right after this. Stick around. Be right back. Jim Rome, Dan Patrick, and Greg Rampey. The Mountain Rushmore of talk show entertainment. Now, let's get back to the Barbecue Central Show. All right, welcome back. This portion of the show being brought to you by Pit Barrel Cooker, the most unbelievable outdoor cooking device on the planet. Currently available in three sizes with a host of accessories. Whether you are a beginner or you're a professional, definitely a cooker you want to add to the arsenal, visit pitbarrelcooker.com and tell them the Barbecue Central Show sent you. Also, don't forget to check out their really cool cutting boards over at Ngrain USA. That's ngrainusa.com. Some really great cutting boards if you're looking to gift something or give something a little outside of the box here as we enter the quote-unquote traditional grilling season. All right, it is the fourth Tuesday of the month, and in the second hour, that can only be a visit from my esteemed colleagues, the Embedded Correspondents. There he is right next to me on the top, Doug Scheiding, the longest-running Embedded Correspondent from Texas. Right below me is John Solberg, the Embedded Correspondent from Michigan, and Caddy down from me is none other than Rusty Monson, the Embedded Correspondent from the great city of Utah. Guys, where we would normally start out this segment every month with the 100% assured he picks, we're going to set that off to the side here, at least to see how much balance of time we would have at the end of the segment. Maybe we can squeeze a couple in, but within this next uh, 17 plus minutes, I figured we could argue amongst each other about the we'll do it like we would do for the Barbecue Central Show Guest Hall of Fame guests. We'll all go around the dais. We'll give our top four picks. Perhaps, miraculously, we all come to a anonymous pick on all four of them. 
and then we could probably blow through the balance of the surety picks at that point. Who knows what's going to happen? But that's what we'll do. We'll go around the dais. Everybody will give their four, and then we'll start to argue from there, and we will try to come up with a agreed-upon four that we believe should be being picked into the Barbecue Hall of Fame tomorrow, which happens to be at 3 p.m., and it is a live show. We'll do it live. That's right. So be sure to tune in for that. So let's start with Doug from Texas. You've seen the list of nine finalists. If you don't know who they are, let me get you up to speed real quick for those that are listening. Byron Chisholm, Steve Grady, John Marcus, Ed Mitchell, Flora Payne, Donnie Teal, Joe Traeger, Darren Worth, and rounding out the list, Leanne Whippin. Those are nine. Five of them returning in some form or fashion either two or three times in a row. As you look at the list, Doug, who are your four? The four that I think the committee will choose, not necessarily who I would choose, are number one, Joe Traeger, of course, just like before. Ed Mitchell, number two. Uh, number three, I'm going John Marcus. And number four, Leanne Whippen. Do you have a personal feeling? Who are your four personal guesses? Or I would who, are your put, four, I would, who are your four uh, personal choices, I should say, not guesses? Uh, politics and everything aside, yep. Darren Worth would be in there. So who is Darren he, who is he uh, supplementing out of that four? Leanne Whippen. All right. So Joe Traeger. It's, they're about, yeah, Joe, Joe Traeger, Ed Mitchell, John Marcus. And I think they will choose Leanne Whippen. But you would sub her out for of, Darren Worth if it was up to you. Uh, if it was yeah. up to me, yes. All right. Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, let's go down below. Doug is Rusty from Utah. Rusty, your four that you would put in to the Barbecue Hall of Fame if you had a vote tomorrow. Funny enough, I may agree exactly with Doug, except for I'm going to take Darren uh, Leanne Whippen over Darren Worth. Or, or, and, and and because I actually feel like she belongs there over him. So I feel like that's who will go in and that's who I want to go in. So John Marcus said Mitchell, Joe Traeger, and Leanne Whippen, who's who I think will go in and who I hope goes in. Uh, Rusty, expand on that just a little bit. As I was talking with both Susie Bullock and Todd Bullock in the first hour, 14 pass, and then we also broached it with Derek Rich's 35 pass the first hour as far as who they were putting in. Uh, Leanne was a huge inspiration to Susie, and she marked out heavily to her during her time on the segment. And Derek seemed to be 99% sure that she should be in there with 1% of him thinking maybe not, but, but obviously the majority of him thought so. And then I honestly said I, I vacillate on Leanne Whippen. Sometimes I think she should be there. Other times I maybe I don't think that she should be there. So why do you feel or, or what has she accomplished that makes her Hall of Fame worthy to you? Well, the reason why the people I picked were they're instrumental in pushing the sport forward. Of course, John Marcus with his TV show, Joe Traeger with the pellet smoker and Ed Mitchell's old school, you know, so it's just cool to kind of fit him in. I think he deserves it. I mean, he's been doing his thing for a long time very, very well. But I think Leanne broke that mold that women don't belong outside and you know they, they don't cook outside that's not their thing that's a man's realm and she not only went in and did it but she did it very well and she won a lot and she got a lot of recognition and she's someone who can cook very well she was the pit master of several restaurants she's she's the she's the one that kind of pushed that forward in the mainstream 
And so I think she deserves to go in because she's kind of a pioneer in that, in that realm. And, you know, John Marcus was the spearhead of that, but I feel like she deserves it for that reason. And she's still to this day relevant and she's still doing a great job and she's still uh, doing her thing. So I, I think she's awesome. Doug, do you want to expand on Leanne Whippen? Are you on mute? Yeah, sorry, I was looking something up. Apologize. No yep. Um yeah, it I think well, in my list I had three men and I felt that the committee would probably go towards putting in a just for diversity reasons and Leanne's been on for three times. She was she did win the Master of Q. Um she has been an inspiration for a, a lot of people. Um I think and this is just a feeling I have. I just think she didn't have the public persona maybe um, uh, to get in. I think, you know, not as many people liked her. Um, that's just my personal feeling. I don't have anything uh, concrete on that. But uh, in the last couple of years, um, I think she's done a, a good job in in basically reinvigorating her um, barbecue persona. And uh, the Master of Q was a, a big part of that. And she seems to be a lot more friendly and a lot more happy lately. Um, uh, but, you know, Darren Worth is the goat. So that it, it's a hard choice. All right, John, let's go ahead and uh, get your four on who you think will be mentioned and or inducted into the Barbecue Hall of Fame tomorrow. My four are based on these are who I'm putting in. Yes, right. It's not about what I think anybody else is putting in. That's right. Steve Grady, Grady's Barbecue in North Carolina, of course. John Marcus, I have been a longtime nominator and fan of him getting in the Hall of Fame. Uh, For Payne, another iconic Memphis barbecue stand since 1972, you know. And, of course, Darren Worth. I think I think these are the only logical choices for the Hall of Fame, and any reasonable voting board would induct these four people. Just so we are aware, and for those that might be watching tonight as we troll through these names and give it our, our personal opinions on who we think should be going in, for those that don't know how this is actually going to happen, this list was sent out to the living members of the Barbecue Hall of Fame currently. Also, the names committee, which uh, maybe number four or five people, maybe six people at this point, uh, will also be voting for their top four. So the list is generated. They read through. They pick their four favorites. They send it back. And then whoever one through four get the most votes are going to make up the class of the 2022 Barbecue Hall of Fame. That's how it works. So it's always funny when you ask the American public for votes. I mean, as we see with Barbecue Central Show's American Idol, you never know how people are going to vote. And sometimes it's a boat race, and sometimes it's really close. So when you leave it in the hands of the American public to do the voting, I mean, who knows? John, let me ask you a question. Would you rather see, would you rather have the continuance of how barbecue hall of fame members are put in are you happy with the way it's going or would you make a suggestion on doing something else you know that's a good question and it's a problem i don't have a solution for so um coming to you back with oh i got a problem but i don't have a solution i i'm not i'm not enthralled with the way that it's put in you know i look at these lists and i go like why are they even on the list how do they even be considered and carried over so no i i don't know how it all comes about 
you know, the public nomination thing. And then it depends on if they like you or not, if you get to go on the list. So it's always been the ongoing problem of the criteria. There is no criteria. There's no definition. You know, it's got to be like a sports hall of fame. Like we've always discussed in my opinion. Uh, Rusty, are you happy with the way the hall of fame is sitting right now? Yeah, I think it's cool. I don't think they induct a lot of people. I don't think they're going crazy and just, you know, flooding the gates kind of like they did the first season. And I think they get a, a right amount of people in. And I think they pick good people. There's not one person on that list. Where I'm like, they don't, that's weird. They don't belong there. I don't think I've ever really seen someone on that list like that. So I think they do a good job. Doug, I mean, you're not on there, Greg, and that's, that's bad. And that should change. That's the only thing that should change. Greg Anthony should be on that list every damn year. <laughs> Doug, what do you think about how it sits right now? Um, I, I, it'll be interesting tomorrow when we find out the act. Wait, wait, Dave, Dave's calling. Hey, hey, hang on. Hang on. So, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Semi-famous Dave. Um, <laughs> anyway, it'll be interesting. You know, Meathead got in. I think it was the third time. Yeah, third time. And, you know, I think it'll be interesting tomorrow to see if that's kind of the, is the third time the charm. That's another thing with regard to Leanne. Now, Darren, I think it is his third time as well. Um, John Marcus, is it his third or fourth time? Uh, second time, I believe. Also, oh, second okay. time for I Darren, was, I believe, too. Oh, is it? Okay. I was thinking they had yeah, each been on three times because I had. Uh, uh, but, but anyway, so, all right, I'll go back and look at that. But uh, I just think that the third time is going to be the charm for Leanne. I have weird thoughts about the Barbecue Hall of Fame because I know a lot of backstory about the Barbecue Hall of Fame and how this whole thing came about. You know, initially, no names please, the Barbecue Hall of Fame as it sits now was intended to be more of a competitor's Barbecue Hall of Fame. And then it has transitioned into being a more, would you say, all-inclusive Barbecue Hall of Fame and barbecue encompassing everything. Not just competition, but restaurants and uh, everything else under the sun, which now has to be more inclusive uh, through gender, through race, through creed, through whatever. Um, there has to there. There's just going to be a bigger pool of people to choose from. So I think the way it was intended versus the way that it sits now probably doesn't sit well with some people. Uh, not not well, but just as is a a change or a shock that restaurateurs or other folks are, are being nominated and might be sitting on this list at the moment. So that's number one. And then number two, I don't, while I know how the process, there's no curtain over the process like there had been. And that was the impetus of my railing on the barbecue hall of fame. It, there was murkiness, there was gray area. Nobody knew anybody or how anything was decided. Well, that's all out in the open now. Whether you believe that the names committee is doing it right or it's a popularity contest or whatever, that will continue to be up for debate. And I don't think that's something that's probably going to change. And I, th I think the Barbecue Hall of Fame has some kind of an image issue with how they really want to stand and, and who they want to really represent easy to say barbecue and then try and include everybody but now you see the what will be the emergence of a competitors barbecue hall of fame whether that's done through the kcbs or some other sanctioning body but that's something that's going to happen you now see through uh, facebook 
Uh, Dr. Howard Conyers is putting together uh, through, uh, I think, a conjunction with King- Kingsford, a black barbecue Hall of Fame. So if this was covering all the marks, I don't know if you would see this continuation of additional barbecue halls of fame. I don't know if I've made any sense there, but just looking at it from all the angles and knowing from what I know from some other people on how this all came to be, just something to consider here. Now, who do I think should be going into the barbecue hall of fame next year? Again, my personal opinion, uh, number one, which I all think we've agreed on here. Let me see. No, Joe or uh, John, you, you didn't pick Joe Traeger, right? Correct. I did not oh. pick Joe Traeger. All right. So three of the four of us uh, believe Joe Traeger should be in. I am certainly on board with that. I also am going to say that Byron Chisholm is going to be in. Uh, you know, longtime competitor. Uh, he's got a lot of time on the circuit. He's won a lot. And to me, somebody that made rub a national thing. Uh, I don't know a lot of other people that were doing rub to the degree that he was uh, everybody knew bad byron's butt rub catchy name but it was also something that was marketed widely available in retail locations or uh, certainly uh, bigger than it was uh, than anybody else had going on at the time so i think of him as being a mover of the of the uh, the rub availability or getting that sector up and running so uh, i vote for bad byron john marcus 100% uh, single-handedly the biggest influence on a generation of barbecuers through uh, all various uh, associations of his barbecue pitmasters or you know whatever it was called on Outdoor Life Network and some of those other things prior to getting on Destination America. And then uh, I, I guess I end up with Darren Worth rounding out my four. So I think, again, who I think uh, should be in there as I look at who else is available? And so now we have some things to jump through here. So I am Byron Chisholm, John Marcus, Joe Traeger, and Darren Worth. And we do have a a uh, majority on Joe Traeger. And... You you didn't say John Marcus either, did you, Doug? Yes, I did. You did. Uh, yes, you did. Yes, okay. I did. Yeah, you did. John said John Marcus, and Russ, you said John Marcus too. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yep. So John These Marcus are only unanimous. Yeah, John Marcus is in unanimously. Luckily, we agreed on something. And then, uh, let's see. Nobody else besides me chose Byron. And hmm. Joe Traeger was a majority, so we'll put him in as well as a possible pick tomorrow. And then uh, John was a Darren Worth. I was a Darren Worth. Doug, you're a Darren Worth. Uh, your personal feeling. That's how we're doing it, right? You are a Darren Worth. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. personal, but I don't right. think that's what the. Doesn't the, matter. Uh, this is personal. Maybe going to do. Okay. So that's Darren Worth. And then Leanne Whippen was Rusty, correct? Yep. And yep. and Greg. No, I was not Leanne Whippen. I was oh, I was Darren sorry, Worth on sorry, that. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah. So now we have, uh, do we have a 
Majority anywhere else. Uh, Rusty and Doug were Ed Mitchell. I'm not mm-hmm. Ed Mitchell. You're not Ed Mitchell. So we got no majority there. What about on um, Steve Grady? That was John. Nobody else. And Flora Payne was John. Nobody else. Hmm. We're in it. Who are we putting in for our fourth? I mean, Ed Darren Mitchell. Worth would have been my pick other than... Well, Mitchell, yeah, because there's two of us that picked him. Two of us. Yeah, but that's that's only half. We need one other person to pick Ed Mitchell in order to make it a majority. But I, I would have picked Darren Worth. Darren Worth is, yeah. Darren Worth is like 0.001%. All right, under, well, we, uh, under, he, he was uh, already in. Three of us picked him outside of you, Rusty, so that's fine. Oh, he's already in. Yeah, so well, we, then, got, uh, uh, we got John Marcus. We have Joe Traeger. We have Darren Worth. And we need one other person. Who do we like? Are, are we trying to get what they're going to actually put in or who we who think? Who we think. Because who we think. Okay. Yeah. Still who we think. Is John pounding his face? Hmm. Byron Chisholm for me, man. That guy's classic. He's like the OG. So I'm, I'm with Byron Chisholm if we have I to get, pick a, like yeah. enough. I have a personal person. feeling. I also have a gut feeling that he's going to be in, believe it or not. I don't know why, but I think his name is going to get picked. It's going to be weird. Well, We've got the Adrian Miller factor that mm. uh, since he's joined in 2019, six of the 13 inductees the last three years have been influenced by Adrian Miller. All I right. Say. So are we looking? I don't know who he was picking, but I mean, are we assuming Ed Mitchell or Flora Payne then? Yeah. Mm. All right. Well, because I mean, he, I could see. I thought he. I could see I'm an sorry. Ed Mitchell. I thought he got on and yeah, I'm sorry. Sorry, sorry. I could see an Ed Mitchell on that. Anybody else agree that Ed Mitchell could be voted in tomorrow? He should be, yes, yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, I'm gonna gut it. Bobby Flay. I'm gutting it. I'm gutting it. We're gonna go uh, so here's our four in no particular order. This was harder than voting for Barbecue Central Show guest hall of fame. Uh, Ed Mitchell, <laughs> Joe, uh, John Marcus, Joe Traeger. And Darren Worth. We'll see what happens tomorrow, and we will take it from there. All right, so we're going to step away here just for a moment, and I will do my read for Green Mountain Grill. We'll wait for Jose Urquiza to jump in here as well as we get ready for the American Idol portion of the show. So stand by. As I had mentioned, Green Mountain Grills offering some of the best pellet cookers out there on the market today. Offering a couple different lines to choose from if you want to jump in on those. The Choice Line, save you some money. Good sized cooker, ready to rock and roll. Not the tech, not the internal meat probes, not all that stuff that you may or may not care about. Now, if you do care about that stuff, Prime Line is what you want to look at. Peak and Ledge are your bigger cookers that would suit well on the patio. If you have a family of four, five, six, or you do some large entertaining, the Peak is the one you're going to want to check out. Otherwise, the Ledge is going to fit you just fine. Same size as that Choice, which is the Daniel Boone, I believe. And if you're portable, they have the Trek. So this can fit in the back of most trucks, vans, and SUVs. You can plug it in right there in your 12-volt receptacle in your car and power it that way. You can bring a pellet grill right where you go, no matter where you go. Tailgating season coming up soon. Professional football not that far away. We're in the middle of baseball season. You can do that in any parking lot. 
Go to GreenMountainGrill.com. Sold through dealers only. That's GreenMountainGrill.com. And visit the dealer. Get educated. Pick the one that's best for you. All right, we have the second round of the American Idol Barbecue Central Show edition. Everybody's in. Stick around. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Barbecue Central Show, presented by the Ryder Deluxe Pellet Grills from Oklahoma Joe's. get back to a guy who has more experience giving you his opinion than he actually has cooking. Once again, here's your host, Greg Rampey. All right, welcome back. This portion of the show being brought to you by Smithfield. Head on over to smithfield.com right now for recipes as well as tips and tricks from well-known live fire cooks like Darren Worth, Childs Cridland, and Jess Pryles. Mouth-watering flavor, no artificial ingredients. Smithfield Fresh Pork, quite simply, some of the finest pork money can buy. The trusted choice for cooks to use in competitions and at home. And now we go to the big board here, and we welcome in for... Oh, dear. Here we go. It was month one last month. Doug kicked out. Month two is afoot. As we welcome in everybody right here, there is Doug right to the right of me, and there's John Solberg to the right of Doug. Below me directly is Rusty Monson from the great city of Utah. Hey, there he is, the lead singer of Three Years Hollow, the unofficially official band of the Barbecue Central Show, Jose Arquiza. And in studio, the Razor's Wits judges that I have spawned, Bobby to the left, Maddie in the middle, and Willis right there on the right-hand side. So happy to have them in. And we are all in it to win it. So I'm going to fire up that mic here, ladies. Uh, before we get going, let me jump over to Jose as he is in it for month number two. I had a feeling that maybe he was going to ghost after hearing the atrocity that happened after month one, but he's back again. Uh, what are you looking forward to most, Jose, here in the second month of singing, now the semifinal? Yeah, I think I have a whole fresh new perspective on everything uh, this time around, so I'm, I'm excited to see what everybody's got. We are anxious to sing for you here, Jose, of course, <clears throat> and I say that semi-excitedly. <laughs> Ladies, we are ready to go here for month two. You heard everybody in month one. Quickly give us a, a thought on what you think. Hey, I got it. Don't worry. Okay, we'll just I know what in. I'm doing. Uh, what What are you most looking forward to here this evening as we get ready to sing? Maddie? Mm, hearing all the new songs. All right, new songs. Bob? The same thing, probably. All right, new songs. Willis, what do you like to see from the competitors tonight? I was going to say the same thing. I'm wow. excited to hear these new great songs. Well, look at all of us here. With <laughs> a bunch of great original thoughts. All right, so let's do it here. Uh, Jose, we'll lead with you tonight. We have Rusty singing. We have John singing. We have myself singing. Anybody you would like to hear from first as we kick it off here? Jose? Uh, are you on mute? 
Yeah, and my internet yeah. went dead there for a second okay. as well, so I didn't didn't quite catch all yep. of that. We want to have you pick who starts tonight. Uh, still left on oh, the right. dais is John, uh, myself, and Rusty. Who would you like to hear go first tonight? Let's go with Rusty. All right, we'll go with Rusty here. So, uh, Rusty, anything you need to lead in or hype us up on before we hear your stylings this evening? Ah, uh, man, just paying tribute to the greatest musician of all time. Oh, all right. The greatest musician of all time. All right, so everybody stand by here. And we give you Rusty's song here in month two. Just a good old boy Never meaning no harm all you never saw been in trouble with the law since the day they was born straighten the curves yeah flatten the hill someday the mountain might get them but the law never will making their way Good job for Rusty there. Ladies, I'm firing up the microphone. So that was Waylon Jennings, for those that don't know. I would ask uh, the girls at the bottom right if they know who Waylon Jennings is, but I'm guessing no. But everybody else does, probably. Uh, let's go ahead, Bobby, to you first. Your thoughts on Rusty's, uh, what is the uh, theme to the Dukes of Hazards? I knew I knew that song. That's right. Of course. You, you've seen The Dukes, of course. Yeah, I have. Yeah. Good show. What did you think about um, Rusty's stylings? I, th I thought it was good. I kind of thought it was, like, basic a little bit, but, like, it was a good song. You didn't do bad. It was just, like, it was just a song. It was just a song. There I you go. It was good. Dynamic insight I, from the yeah. oldest Rampy child. We'll go to Maddie. Uh, Maddie, your thoughts on Rusty's stylings with Waylon Jennings? Oh, uh, well, first, I did not know what that song was. I knew it was from Dukes of... Now that you say it, it sounds a little more familiar, but I would have never guessed it. But I thought it was a safe bet. I thought it was one of your best performances. I thought it was very good. Very good. All right. Then I will go to Marley. Marley, your thoughts on the Dukes of Hazard? I also have no idea what that song was. You were young. Don't worry about it. Okay. I think that sounded very good. I think you sounded very good. And it was a really good song choice for you. I think you should pick more songs like that. Oh, all right. Well, just dust, uh, Dusty. Rusty getting a lot of cheers from the ladies. Doug, you are sitting in as a guest judge. Your thoughts on Rusty's performance before we get to the real singer? 
It was no Humpty Dance. That's all. <laughs> I really liked the performance of last week. I don't think he had the energy that you brought last week, oh. and I thought it was a little more safe. Oh, Doug so. bringing the hammer here. All right, let's go to the real singer on the dais here, Jose Urquiza from Three Years Hollow. Your thoughts on Rusty's <laughs> performance of Waylon Jennings, uh, The Dukes of Hazard? Yeah, so I have to be honest. I don't know if I have heard the song. Maybe I have. What? I, yeah. Come on, Jose. Uh, so, so I loved the performance because it felt brand new to me, and it was it was a real feel good, uh, you know, performance. So, are you familiar with uh, the artist Waylon Jennings? I've I've heard the name definitely, but I can't say that I've listened to the music on on purpose. <laughs> I got it. Well said. Well said there by Jose. All right, uh, so let's go to Maddie Rempe right now. Maddie, we have me and we have John Solberg left in the semifinals here. Who would you like to hear go next? I would like to hear you. Me? Yes, right. please. Thank you. don't have much lead up here other than I'm not sure how safe this is in other singing shows, but I'm going for it all here. To impress. And that's all I'm saying. Here's my effort here in month two. Last month, I went with the short, so that was a minute and seven seconds. By the way, for those that aren't familiar with this song, this is how the real song is actually supposed to sound. So how about that? For those that don't know, the guy right below Doug was the guy just singing. That's a three years hollow song. So I decided to throw caution to the wind and tribute my favorite rock bands as he is sitting right in there. Uh, a roll of the dice. I've seen it blow up in people's faces on American Idol and other such stuff. But uh, this is the Barbecue Central show's American Idol. So we will go to Doug first. Lay out your thoughts on my effort in the second month. Jose, I thought you did a great... Oh, I mean, Greg, I thought you did a great job. I thought, man, now that you played the song, being a rock rock guy, I like that kind of music, so I'm I'm more into that kind of 
you know, no offense to the three ladies that like Jonas, etc. But uh, I thought you did well and a good rendition of that song, given that you played the original. All right, uh, let's go to Bobby for your thoughts on my rendition of Chemical Ride by Three Years Hollow. I thought it was good. Uh, when you played the real one, it kind of sounded the same. Oh? Yeah, a little bit in my right. ears. Good. I liked it. Thank you. You're welcome. I'll take it. I, not often we get uh, a starting compliment, so we'll take what we can get. Maddie, your thoughts of Chemical Ride? I enjoyed it very much. I think that that type of music suits your voice more. So I've actually been telling you to do songs like this. And also, Doug, I listen to this mu- type of music when I work out. So I do know this music. There you go. Perfect. Good. All right, Marley, your thoughts on Chemical Ride? This is the last thing I thought you would sing, and I think you did pretty good. Really? Two good performances so far. Good what, job. What, what was your expectation? What do you think I was going to be singing? I'm just Not curious. rock music. Not rock music. No. All right. Uh, let's go to the person that penned that song, one of my favorite songs by the band, Three Years Hollow, Jose Arquiza. Your thoughts on my rendition of your song, which I'm very nervous, by the way. I, I loved it. Your, your voice had a perfect aggression to it. Uh, and that's not an easy song to sing, I don't think. So you uh, you nailed it. Uh, yeah, kudos. What I wanted to point out with the playing of yours is there's a twice there's a very high note in the chorus that I tried at least eight times to hit, and it uh, my throat blew up. So I, you know, kind of flattened out there at the top. Yeah. I mean, you can hear that. You but made it work. You know, the harmony singer would come in over the top of you, you yeah. know, to help you yeah. out. So, uh, you know, it just furthers my appreciation for your singing ability to be able to hit that and then sing another song after that and then another song after that. You know, maybe I could get away with one song, but to do a concert and not have that training, uh, asking for trouble, to say the least. All right, so uh, overall, good reviews for me, so I'll take that when I can get them. That leaves John Solberg left here on the show tonight. So, John, before we get into your song, anything you want to lead in? No, that was a great karaoke cover you just did. Probably the best karaoke cover we ever did. That's all I got. Roll my technically Fleetwood Mac song. All right, here we go. Technically Fleetwood Mac. This one's for you, Central Lights. (laughs) I took my love and I took it down. I climbed a mountain and I turned around And I saw my reflection In the snow-covered hills Till the landslide brought me down Oh, mirror in the sky, what is love? Can the child within my heart rise above? Can I sail through the changing ocean tides? Can I handle the seasons of my life? Mm-hmm, I don't know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, I've been afraid of 
changing Cause I've built my life around you But time makes you bolder Children get older And I'm getting older too So All right, there was John Solberg with Landslide, very popular song. Fleetwood Mac, one of my favorite bands, of course. Like everybody in my particular studio has uh, heard that song, undoubtedly. So let me make sure I got everybody re-unmuted here. We'll go to Marley. Your thoughts on John's rendition of Landslide by Fleetwood Mac. Sorry, hold on, you're on mute. There you go. I can't say I liked it very much. I think that you have sang better songs that fit your voice better. So, yeah. All right, Maddie? Um, so, I like the original version of that song. Wow, we <laughs> hammered. Get that big stuff out of here. Bobby? Oh, my God. Oh, I, I don't even know how to say That was so mean. Um, John can take it. He's a big, he's a grown man. It was, uh, like, I've taken worse. It was okay. Uh, that's all right. Done, I suck, but I win. Yeah, that's right, John. No. Yeah. That's right. Champion, champion. All right. I, it wasn't, it was, um, it was subpar. Subpar. It's been better. All right. For sure. But it like, I mean, it wasn't great. Rust or uh, Doug, your thoughts on John's performance? I think it was actually very ballsy to sing that song. Hmm. So I, I actually uh, commend him for taking the effort to do it. All right, let's go to Jose. Your thoughts on John Solberg's cover of Landslide? Yeah, so a couple things. One, it was extremely peaceful. Uh, I, I kind of got lost in the performance and. Uh, two, I'm extremely impressed. I guess I, it didn't matter how good you were, uh, you were selling it to me with your performance. So I was lost in that as well. Mm. So, uh, again, kudos on that. I can't believe you guys, uh, will sing like this. Uh, it terrifies me to think about doing something like this. So. Uh. <laughs> Jose, you had mentioned this last week, and I kind of just let it slide. But let me come back to you with a follow-up question on that. So, if we're singing in front of all of us, you know, ten people, whoever's listening live, whoever will get on podcast, versus going into a huge arena or a big concert venue where you're playing in front of five or ten or fifteen thousand people, to me, this seems very safe. We're amongst friends. You know, it's it's not nerve-wracking, but for me to go out on stage in front of 10,000 people, I would probably deuce myself because I would look like that much of a fool in front of that many people versus this much of a fool in front of this many people. How is it different for you? Um, You know, I, I tried to sing karaoke at a bar one time, and I think I had a panic attack just because of the anxiety of being that close to people and singing uh, a bunch of people that I have no idea who they are and they don't know who I am 
But when when I play at a show and I'm going out on stage, I know that uh, those people are usually there waiting for us to come out. So it's a lot more empowering. Uh, I know that I can go out there and raise my fist in the air and 4,000 people will erupt into uh, cheer. So that makes it a lot safer for me, honestly, than in a small room. All right. Uh, well answered. Certainly appreciate that insight because I, I was shocked when you said it last week and then coming back up again, I wanted to follow up. All right. So quickly, let's go around before we end it here tonight. Uh, Doug, in your best estimation, who comes through in the finals next month? Greg and John. Greg and John, a repeat of next year or of last year. We'll see how that goes. Uh, Jose, who do you think is going to make it through to the finals next month? Uh, I got to go with Greg and Rusty. Greg and Rusty. All right. Bobby, your thoughts on who's making it in? My dad and Rusty. My dad and Rusty. All right. Maddie. My dad and Rusty. And Willis. I think Greg and Rusty are going to go through. Greg and Rusty. All right. So the quorum says Greg and Rusty will make it through next month. Uh, Doug shaking his head, thinking it's going to be a rematch of last year's final where it will be me and John going head-to-head. And for those that are just new coming in, remember, in the finals, whoever it is, me and John, me and Rusty, Rusty and John, whoever, we actually sing live in the finals. This is not recorded. We will be singing live for you, and we will then go to the votes after that. But it is a live show. We will do it live. We'll do it live. So look forward like to that little bit of a teaser for you. All right, uh, Bobby, Maddie, Marley, thank you for coming in and judging as always. And Jose, really appreciate you coming in for a second month. We hope to see you in the finals for the third month. And, of course, to the Embedded Correspondents and especially John and Rusty for singing again this month. Really appreciate you guys. And that is it for American Idol Barbecue Central Show Edition. Thank you for coming in, as always. And, wow, that was... An incredible segment of singing and doing the best that we can do. I mean, we're not professional singers, as we've proven. But here they are. Here we are for you. So now, as soon as the show ends, hit the voting line. Send me your email and rate one through three. John, Greg, Rusty, Rusty, John, Greg, however it is, but do all three so we can start the tally. The voting starts as the show ends and will continue until 11.59 Sunday evening. Do it now. Do it often. I'll talk to you quickly about my pal David McDowell over at the date. Uh, over at the do wellness program. David leans the website, davidleans.com, Of course, did you know if you're setting goals, People that set goals four to six weeks before they start are three to ten times, yes, ten times, more likely to achieve their fitness goal. Be honest. How long has losing a few pounds been on your to-do list? Now, we all listen to the show because we love barbecue, and I know a lot of us make a habit of getting second and third servings because barbecue is delicious. But what effect has that and an activity level, that's not what it used to be, had on your health over the last handful of years. 
Well, having a dad bod isn't cool. Take it from a stud like me. There's nothing sexy about wearing your gluttony everywhere you go, but you need help. You know you need to do better, but you need somebody to hold you accountable. Who can do that? My pal, David McDowell, friend of show, backyard barbecue enthusiast, and men's health and wellness coach and expert can get you to eating barbecue all year long, yes, and still lose fat. With David, you've got assistance around the clock. Just a text message, an iMessage, or a WhatsApp message away. Even an email away, he can FaceTime and video chat, WhatsApp chat, whatever you need, even on short notice, but not for extravagant amounts per month. No, no, no. 200 bucks a month. Six months left in the year, seven months less in the year, as I had said earlier in the year, 2022 rapidly coming to a close. You can invest 1200 bucks in yourself to have somebody help you plan out menus, help you make the right dietary changes, hold you accountable to work out so you can see the real changes that you want. Get hooked up now, davidleans.com. That's davidleans.com slash bbq, davidleans.com slash bbq. Take advantage of it. Do it now. We'll be back to close the show right after this. Stick around. Be right back. You're listening to the Barbecue Central Show, presented by the Ryder Deluxe Pellet Grills from Oklahoma Joe's. Whole packers, full racks, legs and thighs, injecting butts. If you've never heard this before, you might think you found the best triple X show ever. Let's get back to the most homoerotic host out there today, Craig Rimpy. Welcome back. This portion of the show being brought to you by Vortic Watches. Back in the day, watches were made to be worn in the pocket, but after World War II, the wristwatch came into vogue. And the pocket watch quickly became an afterthought, finding its way into sock drawers and scrap heaps. And that's a shame. Enter Vortic Watch, helping bridge the gap between America's storied watch manufacturing past and taking it to the present day where wristwatches are finding incredible popularity once again. Here's the coolest part. Each watch that Vortic makes is unique. It's one of a kind. Nobody will have the Vortic piece that you get when you get it. Vortic founded on the motto that America wasn't assembled, it was built. Check out VorticWatches.com. For more information. All right. A couple things to leave you with here before we ski daddle out. Tomorrow, there will be a live show, the Barbecue Central show, announcing the 2022 Barbecue Central, uh, I'm sorry, Barbecue Hall of Fame members, not Barbecue Central show guest Hall of Fame, but these will be the Barbecue Hall of Fame members. We will do it live. We'll do it live. 3 p.m. Eastern. So tune in for that. I'll be alongside Emily Park from the American Royal. And also, as we just rounded out month two of singing, John, Rusty, myself, if you've listened, you've tuned in live, go vote now. Email me, greg at thebbqcentralshow.com and vote in order of your favorite. Top two will be singing in the finals in June as we close out season three of Barbecue Central Show's American Idol. And we also thank Jose Urquiza from Three Years Hollow for joining us as the celebrity judge and real singing judge. And then Bobby, Maddie, Marley in studio as well. Nice to have them in the house and we can do it all in one shot versus remote. So there you have it. Let's go all the way back to the first hour as we thank Susie and Todd Bullock from Hey Grill Hey. Give their grill squad a look. If you're looking for some exclusive content and more in-depth how-tos like 30 minutes at a clip, you can also find great recipes over at their website, heygrillhay.com. Check them out on social at the same handle. 
Then after Susie and Todd, we had our monthly visit with Derek Riches, DerekRiches.com. You can read all of his works at his website. We talked about Traeger's new trademarks and patent filing recently. We also talked about the passing of Ray Bassell, founder and creator of Barbecue Forum, which is still operating over at TheBBQForum.com, but I'm not sure how active it is anymore given the increase in technology and other opportunities to find stuff. But you can check it out and see what it's all about there. Just know if you go there now, that's not what it looked like back in the day. They've upgraded the software. And second hour, the embedded correspondents and I are putting in the Hall of Fame for our choices. Ed Mitchell, John Marcus, Joe Traeger, and Darren Worth. We'll see how accurate we are tomorrow when the announcement is actually made. And then closing out the show, season, I'm sorry, month two of season three's Barbecue Central Show's American Idol, where Rusty John and I sang. We'll see who makes it through. Once again, voting starts now. Greg at thebbqcentralshow.com. Vote one through three, your favorites. And opening uh, voting goes until Sunday at 11.59 Eastern time, which it will then close. And we will have who is getting kicked out at the lead of the second hour next Tuesday. Big show planned for you. Of course, Next Grill will be in. Dr. Barbecue will be in. Oklahoma Joe Davidson will be in, amongst others. Your phone calls and emails. So how do we leave you each and every show? September 11, 2001. I will never forget. Until next Tuesday at 9 p.m. Eastern, this is your program host and proud US American, Greg Rempe. Good night now. This is Dion Blumenrader with Big Hoss One Sauce, and you're listening to the best show on all things barbecue with my man, Greg Rempe.